You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Bon matin. Oh, it must be. It is. It's going to be a beautiful day. But you know when those days you press your snooze and it feels like it's just 30 seconds after you've hit the button that it goes off again? That's one of those days. Serves me right for having a multi-sport day yesterday. How about you? Did you soak up a bunch of vitamin D? I really hope so, because it was glorious on the hill in the morning, if not a little chill with that northerly. I was, uh, it was cool for sure. But then cross-country skiing in the afternoon as well, where it was a gorgeous sunset and then a dropping cool again. Well, let's get to the mountain, shall we, at 6.48 in the morning as I record this on March 11th. Uh, actually, the, um, the mountain snow report page isn't working this morning, but not to fret. I've got all the information for you anyway. Speaking of which, let's get the phone because uh, I've got some quite a bit of information on here, this uh, little device this morning. Well, including the fact that we've had zero on the storm board, which is uh, quite a true <laughs> after yesterday's surprise five to ten in spots. Some hero pow on the groomers yesterday. If you got up, you know it was a sleeper day and it was Awesome, absolutely beautiful. But today, zero centimetres on the storm board, looking at a depth of, oh, how many? 282 centimetres on Wissa, 205 on Blackcomb. And at closing yesterday around 2.30, still minus nine in the Alpine around 7th Heaven. But this morning, looking at about minus 11 with a bit of a wind change direction. Now coming in with some more westerlies and due for some more a more southerly wind direction over the next couple of days. But uh, looking about uh, 20 to 30 k's an hour up on the peaks there on 7th and the peak where it is minus 11, looking at minus 8 at the rendezvous and roundhouse, maybe minus 7 even around Crystal and Pigali, though still rocking at around minus 9.9. And the village this morning still pretty cool. Oh yeah, minus 8. Whew. Warming up though um, from a minus 7.7 to what will be a high of six degrees in the valley later today and an alpine high of potentially minus four but i'd expect it to feel, still feel a little cool like yesterday mm. so with those uh that wind direction or rather clear skies we've got some beautiful skies for you this morning it's going to be a hell of a sunrise well it is already gosh 650 the sun rose already but some beautiful morning alpine glow up there and uh, it's going to be some lovely soft pack conditions what with those cold temperatures. Uh, in fact, uh, no, I'm getting ahead of myself there. Let's remember that we are getting into spring now. So that's der- very much the the advice from the avalanche bulletin, the backcountry bulletin this morning. But with it being spring, does mean that it's a lot firmer in the mornings after some sunny conditions yesterday. So I expect it to be firm this morning. Uh, well, but you, you report back, let me know. Mm. In terms of grooming today, I saw some interesting grooming yesterday. Did anybody, anybody else notice that rabbit tracks, just to the right of rabbit tracks, lookers right of rabbit tracks, was groomed yesterday? Yeah, a bit bizarre. But today's runs of the day, you're looking at Blue Line being one of the runs of the day and Panorama out on Blackcomb along with the Saddle and then Orange Peel to Tokem on Whistler. Mm. 
Hmm. Some mixed reports on the forecast going forward for our weather for the weekend. Well, mostly because initially, remember I told you we were due a dump uh, forecast on Sunday and the backcountry bulletin is still advising that snow forecast, however, saying we're just going to have minimal uh, increments of snow coming our way come Sunday night with a wind direction, but a very high freezing level on Saturday and Sunday, looking at 15 to 1700 meters come Saturday and Sunday. So interspersed Yes, sun and cloud over the next few days. A very sunny day due today, but some cloudy patches coming in later this afternoon uh, with those uh, mild sort of westerly, southwesterly winds. Mm. Yeah, it's your mountain weather for you, but let's have a look at your AVI advisory. It is considered low now in treeline coming down from moderate, but still heightened avalanche conditions in the Alpine with wind slabs remaining a concern at upper elevations. Look for denser, deeper drifts near ridgecrest rollovers and... Um, Convection rolls there, but minimize your exposure to cornices and sun exposed slopes during the heat of the day. That's right, the backcountry bulletin to be read in this morning's uh, uh, this morning's copy of the peak. Will you'll see that more and more snow, uh, sun, and then snow on the way for Whistler. We're very much in a transition period. It's so sad when I see the snow banks melt, you know, but it does mean that we're going to have some longer, sunnier days, which spring skiing uh, for sure is beautiful, but for backcountry travel, that solar radiation really does pack a punch and cause a very heightened hazard in the afternoon. So make sure you, yeah, you're just kind of ready to change your mindset from one day to the next, especially with a possible 20 to 30 centimeters from the bulletin expected Sunday. But like I said, snow forecast not advising that right now. Hmm. So currently, yeah, minus 7.7 as of 6 a.m. in Whistler Valley, but looking for a high of six degrees and sunny today with the remainder of the week from the government, at least, forecast looking like we're going to get into the double digits for the first time this year with some sunny and mix of sun and cloud skies. But with some clear nights, tonight's tonight's evening will be about low low of minus five. It's a little warmer than yesterday. Sunrise is at 6.34. Sunset is at 10 past eight. And it was a very chill uh, March 11th in 2009, minus 17 degrees. Whew, crikey. Blimey, were you there for then, 2009? Hmm. All right, so that's your weather for you, which does mean that your roads are very clear this morning. Dry and clear. I've noticed a few potholes around town being filled in, like the ones there uh, around Creekside, just as you're taking the left from the Husky onto Highway 99. They've been filled in a bit, along with the ones on Blackcomb Road there that were getting really deep. Uh, on that intersection by the uh, Back Home Way and Lorimer Road by the helipad. So that's good to see. But there is uh, some notifications on Drive BC if you're heading southbound on Highway 99. There's some road maintenance planned between Ocean Point Drive and Garibaldi Highway in West Van. That starts today at 7.30 a.m. And there's also going to be some rock scaling. That's in Lions Bay, well, 2Ks south of Lions Bay by Ocean Point Drive. It's going to be from 7.30 to 5.30 on weekdays with a right lane closure. That's northbound. So uh, yeah, make sure you're in, uh, well, you'll be in the left lane there, but quite a bit of hot (laughs) heated discussion happening online on the Sea to Sky road conditions page about, of course, keeping right if you're not passing. Mm -hmm. I won't go into that. But uh, the report from the Squamish chief that was actually republished three days ago, I believe I forgot to mention it, which does indeed prove that gas prices are high in Squamish despite lower taxes. So that report there getting quite a lot of commentary as well online too. Mm. 
And uh, I don't know if I failed to mention, I know I did fail to mention this actually, that Jodie Matsuaka and her boyfriend Ryan Thorley's car, well, their truck was stolen from their parking lot in Squamish, a 1995 Dodge Ram, like a dark green one. They're sure it's painted by now. It's missing a front plate. I can't believe that you've had that truck stolen after Ryan. It was stolen last year with you in it. A hell of a story. Awful to see that that's happened to you again. Car theft being rampant, apparently, in Squamish for those kind of vehicles. So, oh boy, I don't know what to do to, to say to that. I'm so sorry. I really hope it ends happily. Oh, man. But some happy news for you to turn it around here. How about some Whistler birthday shout outs for you? You all remember Rob Stannard, you know, from uh, the Whistler grocery store. Always got the biggest smile and the best tunes along with Tristo, actually his buddy. Well, it's Rob Stannard's birthday today for all that knew Rob. Uh, He's back in Australia now, but I hope he's having a wonderful Aussie birthday and his hangover isn't too bad for his Northern Hemisphere birthday today. But Adam McPherson, aka Mac uh, from the Fairmont Wildflower there. It's his birthday today. It has been years since we actually played on the Locals Lottery softball team. But uh, Mac, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you get some get some hero power under your skis today and some sunshine too, along with Megan Deruda. If you remember Megan from the Fairmont, she's left town, but it is her birthday today too. Mm. Remember to get at me if you ever have any birthday shout outs. I'm happy, more than happy to do that for you. Uh, so uh, there's a little post here from about six hours ago. Someone was up late at midnight last night on Whistler Winter, a screenshot of something from Vale Resorts saying, uh, you're going to want to save this date. This changes everything. More details on March 23rd. Epic for everyone. With a lot of discussion uh, about why they're doing that countdown. Is it automatic billing for next year's pass? Is it uh, installing a fee per lift ride in addition to pass fees? Lots of, or maybe a parent pass extension. Lots happening there. A rope tow for the half pipe? Anyway, lots of discussion happening online, but apparently something's going down on March 23rd from Vale, an announcement there. So looking forward to hearing what that is. Uh, For today though, March 11th, two events I really want to let you know about. That's the fact that it is actually the final installment of the virtual here and now festival from Arts Whistler with Marble Canyon playing Marble Canyon who uh, were initially due to play on December 3rd but due to some technical difficulties they're all good they're playing and closing out the festival today at 7 p.m so that is definitely one to watch but also something here from Whistler Live that is featuring a bunch of wonderful bands today it's their sort of virtual music festival as well and the pre-party as it was the Thursday pre-party is today Day. That's on Whistler Live at 6 to 7 p.m. with a local band Introduce Wolves, an alternative Whistler band, rock band that popped up last year, actually. Introduce Wolves, Dakota Pearl out of Pemberton are playing and live in the house later on as well. So this kicks off at 6 p.m. So you've got lots of options to rock out to in your living room tonight from Whistler Live and Hearts Whistler. Check that all out. But you might want to get a pre-drink on and do some apres at Stinky's on the Stroll. I know he's going to have a delicious special for you and it's thirsty thursday he's going to have some tall can specials for you i'm sure so make sure you get in there and he might have a couple rock and roll facts for you but i've got one here for you some throwback facts from stinkies on the stroll like the fact it was apparently romeo and juliet's wedding day according to shakespeare on march 11th 1302 1302 mm-hmm 
1869, would you believe that the West first learned of the giant panda? That was via French missionary Armand de David, who received a skin from a hunter. Yeah, that was on this day in, when did I just say, 1869? Wow. Apparently in 1986 switch those numbers around a bit. It was one million days since the foundation of Rome on April 21st, 753 BC. Wrap your head around that one. How about one of this sporting one for you, for all you hockey fans talking about your salad and your slap shots and your cheddar? Well, in 1917, the first NHL championship game ever was played. And this was between the Toronto Arenas, uh, who beat the Montreal Canadiens 7-3 in the first of a two-game set. The second game was on March 13th. There you go. Hmm. In 1958 in TV, Charles Van Doren finally lost on the US TV game show 21 after he won $129,000. This is in 1958, which was later revealed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. There you go. Wow. A couple other uh, actual throwback facts for you here, but they're kind of about COVID-19. And, uh, well, it was declared a pandemic on this day in 2020. But you all remember that in 2011, that nine-point magnitude earthquake struck east of Sendai in Japan, triggering the tsunami that killed thousands of people and caused the second worst nuclear accident in history at Fukushima. Well, that was 10 years ago. Can you believe it? 2011. 11. Unbelievable. Um, you know, I know it's super sad to bring that up first thing in the morning when we're all trying to be chipper, but life throws you punches and you have to remember these things. So I'll, I'll turn it around for us. How about a joke? Yeah, no, too soon. How about this one? What do prisoners use to call each other? Cell phones, obviously. And the track that I want to share today is from Dinosaur Jr., which I mentioned yesterday. It's their new one, a latest release from them. It's called I Ran Away. And this band from Massachusetts, they've been around since 1984. And when I was going through my girl punk grunge years as a teen, I really loved them. A lot of their tracks got a very unique style and they've got a new album coming out actually come April 23rd or something. It's going to be called Sweep Into Space. So check out that new jam from Dinosaur Jr. who had to add the Jr. because a super band, uh, including members of Grateful Dead, had, had the name Dinosaurs. So they were had a lot, yeah, they were sued and told they had to change their name. Anyway, there you go. But I uh, hope you enjoy that track. Hope you enjoy your day and some more sunshine. I'm going to keep sipping this mate and uh, wake up with a coffee <laughs> very shortly. Uh, get over that snooze button. But a couple things I wanted to mention, actually, just before I sign off, is that last night was, of course, the last uh, the last opportunity to go to the Callahan and Whistler Olympic Park for the late night skiing. But Cross Country Connection in Lost Lake are still operating and they will be as long as the snow remains in the valley. Now, we've got some warm days coming up, but wonderful general manager Ian said yesterday they've got about 10 to 20 days of operating and they're open 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. So lots of opportunity to rear-end your friends <laughs> if you're looking to begin there with some discount opportunities too on certain days for locals. So make sure you check it out. Lost Lake still operating for you and a beautiful facility there for you, especially if you want to get into it. We had a blast, didn't we, Tia, yesterday? 
<laughs> All right. And one other thing, Sally, uh, regular listener Sally Bennett mentioned yesterday that, oh, yeah, listen to the Whist the Pulse at around 7.15-ish. And I said, ish. You know, I always upload it and make sure it's up for 7.15 uh, or latest 7.20 on SoundCloud. That's where you can catch it at its earliest. So if it's not on Spotify and it's 8 a.m. and you're wondering where it is, it is uploaded. It's just clearly having a bit of trouble with the RSS feed. So make sure you check out the uh, Whistle Pulse on SoundCloud and then you get it super early. But anyway, hope you enjoy maybe a sleep in today or a little more Hero Power Stash. Happy Thursday. Mm. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.